podcasting from Newmont Center, a multimodality healing space in Agoura Hills, California. This is Tools for Transformation, and I am your host, Audrey Newmont. I'm a mom of three, a wife, hypnotherapist, spiritual practitioner, author, and most importantly, I've been there and done that in my life. In my quest to be a better person, I developed my own set of tools to create a happier, more abundant and loving experience in life. And I have to say, these podcasts are my opportunity to share this information through fascinating guests, stimulating conversation, and all with a new twist on how to live life truly to the fullest. Thanks for joining us. I have something special for you today. Nick and I just celebrated our 20th anniversary the other night, and we had such a good time. And we went home, and we decided to make a quick podcast because we wanted to share some of the things that we have learned over the past 20 years on how to be still loving and happy and and having fun at the 20-year mark. So we're also talking as therapists in here about how we work with our clients and share different tools with them and get them back on track as well. So it's very spontaneous. I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. So we just got back from Nona. And we had such a delicious dinner there for our 20th anniversary. Right, It was a lot of fun. And it was great to be back there. Everybody knows that looks at Facebook and Instagram how we love, you know, Nona and all the people that work there. And our favorite waiter was back, you know, from the hiatus. So the food food is just excellent. The experience was excellent. And, you know, when you say you're having a special event like an anniversary, they're all all about it. And, And it was funny... That Jacopo, the owner, who's recently married, said, "You know, how do you, how do you do twenty years?" And I said, with a big smile, "One day at a time." <laughs> Did you really? You yes. didn't tell me that. Yep. When we were walking <laughs> in, yeah, and th- and that's how you do it. You do it one day at a time. Um, you know, the, the key to being with someone for twenty years is growing as yourself. Your your spouse growing and allowing them to grow and um, and allowing yourself to grow too. And, you know, for Audrey and me, I think that we are two people that have grown and changed so much and with such an emphasis on, on consciousness, that which is great for an individual can really challenge a relationship when you're into growth and but it also gives you the ability to work through your own challenges. And when one spouse challenges the other, then you know how to work through that challenge. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it's 20, 20, when you look at 20 years, you go, oh my God. And we spent so much time at dinner talking about our favorite moments in our, you know, 20 year, 20 years together as, you know, married and, and there are a lot, and there's some very funny times and hysterical times. And We were talking about our, our favorite memory as far as, I think, one of our, both of our favorite memory was just actually meeting each other. 
And there's such a great story behind that. And we're not going to tell it right now because you can go to my Facebook page and you can look at Nick and I on video telling that story. But it's such a, you know, the universe, when you set your intention on what you want, I created a list and I was like, I'm, <laughs> I've picked disastrously before. I want to have a great guy this time. So I created a whole list that said that he had to have character, morals, integrity, a passion for what he does, the ability to communicate, the ability to love and be loved. And this is a big one, interesting and interested and funny, clever, witty, smart, financially secure. So on the night that I met Nick, <laughs> he was like, what do you want? And it was like, well, I have a list. And I rattled off that list and he looked at me at the end of it and he was like, well, that's me. And I was like, oh, he's rather cocky. Huh. I like it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And the, the unfair advantage was, and, and this is why, you know, everybody has a story about when they met their, their spouse. But, you know, the truth is I met Audrey three months before I met her. In my dream. So to like when you when you meet someone, when most people meet the person that they end up with, most people don't know at that moment that that's the person they're going to be with. Some people do say that. They say, oh, I knew when I met him. I knew when I met her. But for me, because of the dream I had three months before, I knew, <laughs> which was one of those, oh my God, moments in life. That must have been a shit your pants kind of moment. Sorry for the language, but seriously, you well, must have taken just... one look at me and been like, what the hell is that? <laughs> no, it, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was more of, oh my God, it's her. Right? That's really what it was. That's what I mean. It was because like those that was... kind of moments in your life, which and are very was... few. And it was literally a dream come true, you know, in that moment. The, the, funny, the funny thing is that, you know, when I talk about the dream, it, it was the dream took place three months earlier. And at that time, I really did have a black four-door sedan. But when I met you, I had the little red coupe. Yeah. You know, so that, that had that changed. That I had a nail polish. I'm not really a waitress that yep. matched exactly the color of it. <laughs> Exactly. So when we would go on a date, I would paint my fingernails the color of your car because we're like, woo. <laughs> right. No, it was, it was I fun. I forgot that. Yep. So that's the funny thing about having a 20th anniversary. It's like we were sitting at dinner and just reminiscing about the last 20 years and what were your favorite memories. One of the things we were talking about is what was our favorite meals we've ever had. And when we went on our honeymoon to Italy, we were talking oh, yeah. about how we had these amazing meals that were like unreal kind of like how we feel when we go to Nona and then we were talking about like the birth of our babies and how special those moments were and for them all growing up and you know just those magical moments that you share with people exactly and and Audrey and I have moment great memories of parties that we thrown. oh yeah we were like party central (laughs) Yeah, we, you know, that's, and we have been known for that, of throwing incredible parties. That's and coming up. Yeah, that, that will return, yes. Um, and, you know, and going back to um, holidays that we've shared together and, 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 yes, and there are the things that are entwined when you're married for 20 years that, you know, your kids and so on and so forth. But it's also the memories that Audrey and I have of 
with each other, you know, just as a couple. And a lot of like we a lot of concerts that we would go to, jazz concerts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's a memory that just came up and bumped me in the leg is our cats and dogs and all the critters we've had over the years. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about is how we've made it work. You know, because a lot of people are like, how the hell do you get to 20 years with somebody and still enjoy them and still want to be with them? Because I think for a lot of people, I know... I know for myself, I mean, the model is as you get older, you start to hate each other more and you start to distance Mm. more. You know, that's literally what people do. You've seen it. And they get to being angry with the person and, you know, just getting resentful and they don't work through their stuff. I mean, we've seen it with our clients, for God's sakes. Don't act like it's not real. Well, it's, you know, because life has ups and downs yeah and as a person you have ups and downs and then there's a little bit of a seesaw you know with your kids and your spouse that has ups and downs and 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 the key is not to be too up and not to be too down yeah but how do you do that and i'm going to say one of the key things that we have done over the years you and i two of the key things that has really maintained our relationship are our ability to recognize what we're doing individually and make changes, being able to listen to the other person when they do their constructive communication and make our own individual changes. And I think a key word is forgiveness and letting go because you realize whatever they were doing was from an unconscious place. So you and I have really chosen over the years to create a very conscious relationship of recognizing, you know, when we individually have needed to make adjustments. Well, and also it's maintaining perspective. So when there are highs and lows, your your perspective is on what the norm is, what it should be, what you want it to be. And so when you have a perspective, you know, it doesn't get out of hand. Like if a person has a bad day or moments are going on, the perspective that you have of this person is who you who they are and who you know them to be, not when they're overreacting on a high or low. Mm-hmm. And allowing, also allowing your spouse, if they're having a bad day or whatever, to have a bad day or have a moment and allow them to work through whatever it is. Right. Not trying to oversteer with you know, you should this and you should that and stuff like that. Um, you know, sometimes you have to allow a person to be in the challenging moment because that when a person goes through a challenging moment, it really is about them. You know, everybody has their own path that they're on. Of course, when someone has a challenging moment or even has a great moment, it does spill over into the family. People are affected, mm-hmm. you know, but always knowing that there are times what's going on with a person is part of their soul path and they were going to go through that at yeah. that time. But I think one of the tricks is to know that and the bigger part of it, I think, is to literally just not get caught up in it's personal and it's about yeah. you. And I think sometimes as as people, we have a tendency to be like, if somebody's in a bad mood, it's because of us. Or if I were doing things different, it wouldn't be such a bad mood kind of environment. 
on whatever that looks like. So literally being able to step back and say, you know, if they're angry with me, if they're upset about me or whatever, I'm sure they'll let me know and we'll work through it rather than immediately taking it upon, you know. Well, the other thing is no matter how long you know someone, don't assume things. You know, assumptions can get people into trouble. So just, you know, ask questions, communicate. But, you know, when you're saying don't take things personal, yeah, don't assume. You know, I think over the years, and we got to get back to why, why we know all of this and more kind of personal stories, I think, because we're sounding like we're on a little level, like kind of talking to a client rather than sharing what we do or talking with a client. Um, well, let me, let me just throw this in. No matter what's going on and no matter what your age is, you know, you have to, you have to have fun. You know, that's really key. And, and you have to be a, uh, a fun person too. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 20 years old, 40 years old, or 60. You know, it, it having fun is really important. I think that we forget that. I literally was creating a flyer with my friend for Insight to Teen Culture today, and it was like, oh, we need to add the word fun into it because people need to really focus on fun, having fun a bit more because we have been in such crazy-ass moment. Right. But, you know, as a couple, I think that is one of the things that really keeps people together. It's like, how can you continue to want to well, be together in a fun way? And the other thing is, which is sort of like couples 101, it doesn't matter how old you are or if you have five kids, there's got to be date night for couples. Like tonight. Like tonight. <laughs> you, have to, you have to go out, leave the kids at home, and, and just go out as a couple because it's very easy, you know, and I've heard couples say that, oh, we, we don't do date night, we don't do that. It's like, well, why? And if you, if you allow yourself to get caught up in everything is wrapped around the kids. Once the kids grow up, it's a problem. You've got one heck of an empty nest. Well, remember when the kids were little? I mean, we would literally make date nights yeah. and we'd go out and we'd do stuff. And we'd also literally just make time at the home while the kids are doing whatever they're doing to be on a date night kind of at home. Sure. And then let the kids do their thing and we do our thing and, you know, you got to make that time for each other. I think that's another right. reason why we're still together. So what would you say is another major reason why we're together, why we continue to make this work? Well, first and foremost, because we love each other. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's an important that? part of it. Yes, we love each other. And and the other thing is, um, the other thing is, it, it goes beyond love. It's like, I like you. Thank you know, God. <laughs> it's because I'm so cute. You are cute. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I like you. And, 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 and how many, you know, people can love each other, but I've seen cases where they don't necessarily like each other. And, and oh, that's common. Unfortunately, you know, as therapists, we don't really talk like we're as therapists very much. But Nick and I both see quite a lot of people. I mean, we see couples, we see people in their family stuff. We see so much. And... One of the things I'm grateful to do is to help people get back together or to, you know, maintain a better relationship, however that looks. And I don't know about you. I think that's something you appreciate in your practice as well, right? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So it's, you know, 
liking each other. And, and you don't have to be successful as a couple to like all the same things. In fact, if, you know, as long as you have sort of a, an intersection of commonalities, that's fine and that's good because each individual has to have their own things that they do. Oh, wait, I gotta, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you because I'm going to bring it back to us as a couple. Okay, so Audrey really loves to get out in nature and go camping. Right. And I can do it by myself. I swear I could go for a month. I usually go for six to nine days, somewhere in that time frame. And I'm literally alone by myself, pretty much silent most of the time. To Nick, that is like not at all what is on his menu for a fun time. He could land in the, um, you know, the best hotel in the middle oh, yeah. of Hawaii and just veg on the beach and be treated, you know, <laughs> right. like a king. That's his idea. And for for the two of us, what we do in our own individual times, like I go on hikes all the time. I like to be out, you know, walking around. And he truly, what is it that you do? Like, you... Oh, no, no, no. But but also, I do coach softball. You coach. That's what yes. I mean. You right. coach softball. What else do you do? I work. <laughs> uh, no, you have fun doing... Oh, I play Madden on You NFL. play Madden. But, but You've got was, all these things that you but do. But there is something else. There's another point that I was going to make before hmm. we did this. The reason it's also good that people have interests, separate interests, and, and I actually heard a couple talk about this in the wrong way. It's, oh, no. <laughs> it's like when you have other interests, you also have a woman has girlfriends and the guy has guy friends that you can go and do things with. And it's really important to be able to have a great relationship where there's girl night or, or guy night where you go out and, and do things and feel very comfortable and and enjoy the fact that your spouse has gone out with their friends and had a good time. That's that's really important. You know what's funny? My mind is going to. We are all at the end of this lockdown for Corona or for COVID nineteen, and we've been locked up with ourselves. I was just going to. Well, wait a minute. I have so not gone out with any girlfriends, not and I have not gone out and done anything other than being Neither with you. Right. <laughs> and Serena and Malena and going over to islands occasionally. And I got to say, we've had a good time. That's we've the crazy part of it. Look, <laughs> and, and fortunately in our home life, we do play games. We play cards. We do things. And, and we have, um, you know, emphasized those common denominators. Um, and we like dinners and things like that. So... Um, and, and we're very fortunate, Audrey and I are very fortunate that we work in the same institution, so we have a lot of common intellectual bonds, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and for some people, they couldn't be a married couple and still and work together. That's too... Well, that's what Carol Allen was just saying recently. Bonus. She was saying that we really have... What were the key points that she said? I don't remember at the moment, but we do have the ability to, you know, be together as a couple and have the ability to work together. Thank goodness. Together. Actually, we work together real well. In fact, sometimes we 
work together better than we um, home together. <laughs> it's just we like, never have an issue with work, but sometimes at home, you know, every couple, just to be clear, Nick and I are just like every couple where there's these little squabbles here and there that happen, and there's this whatever. I mean, we have that going on as well. Yeah, and it's just little stuff. It's nothing that's... Well, no, major. it's nothing that's huge. No. But I'm, I'm going to say over 20 years, we've had some major things. We have. We've had some big issues. And I'm going to just say, when we constructively communicated about them, it was a process of really understanding what the other party was asking for. I mean, we've had those moments. And I think one of the reasons that we're still together at 20 years is because we've been able to hear each other in those moments. I mean, mm -hmm. I haven't been perfect for 20 years. I may look like I might have been perfect for 20 years. Well, the, the, the thing no. is, when you love someone, you take what they're saying seriously. In the moment, you may not necessarily agree or disagree, but you take what they're saying seriously because it's a feeling that they have. And when you, when you really love someone, your feelings or their feelings and vice versa. So when someone is saying, this is how I feel, well then you, you know, on some level, you feel that too. And that allows for understanding and compassion. Yep. You know, and that's how it is. And look- But we, I think that that's a key thing that you just said, understanding and compassion. The opposite of understanding and compassion in my world is Judgment. judgment. Oh, no and doubt. I can't even stress enough when we have our couples or our friends or, you know, people that show up in our office, our clients that are having issues with those people in their lives, almost always it comes to judgment and it comes to a lack of communication, well, right? Judgment between couples comes from invalidating the other person's feelings. You know, and, and it's usually anger-based. Well, why do you feel like that? I don't understand. You shouldn't feel like that. And I talk to my clients about that kind of stuff. And it's like, you may not agree or you may not have done exactly what they're saying, but you don't invalidate the fact that they have a feeling about it. And so that's why what I'm saying is when your, your partner or spouse says something that you, you know, hear them and know that it's a feeling that they have and you don't invalidate the feeling. Well, that's why I came up with the constructive communication format because the the part of it that's important is you're saying this is just what happened. It's just the facts. It's just what it is. And this is how I feel. And if anybody has a problem with the way that you feel because they've said or done whatever, then it just kind of shows you maybe that there is <laughs> not the best... Hope for the relationship, just right. going to say. But if you can talk to anybody and say, hey, you just did this or said this, and this is how I feel, and they're like, oh, well, it wasn't my intention to have you feel bad. Let's talk about it. Let's work through it. That's key. That's just it. Well, and the other, the other thing, too, is in our case, we have two self-employed people, two entrepreneurs, and that is another challenge. It's one thing if one person has their own business and the other one has a secure job in a company and they get benefits and all that kind of stuff and paid vacation. But when you're an entrepreneur, you're an innovator, you're an inventor, and you're an idealist, and your individuality 
within that realm can't be compromised. So when you have two entrepreneurs in a marriage, both people are working on their ideas and ideals and trying to make that go forward and still come back and be a happy couple. And so we, <laughs> we kind of take the whole concept to a whole new level. And um, it's... But the funny thing is we never, I mean, I don't think up until this moment, we have even talked about that with anybody. We've never really said that out loud, nope. what you just said. Nope. But that's kind of how we are in our relationship. It's like we're each entrepreneurs and then, you know, we each individually <laughs> bring what we bring to our business. But then when we come home, we're also mom and dad. And so we're bringing that to the table. And it's like we each have our own jobs in the household of what we kind of do. We don't say it that that's actually I have said it. In fact, I went to the car place and I told the person, I said, oh, that's Nick's job. He deals yeah. with all this stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I mean, I think we're clear. Everybody has that in their relationships, and you have to kind of find that mutual balance of what those things are because I can't even stress enough. I've had many clients that I've worked with, it's like they feel out of balance because they do so much, and they don't feel like the partner really does the the same amount. Of so I think with, with you and I, we've listened to each other over the years enough to understand where we meet in our balance. And the other thing that's balanced between us, neither one of us is needy. Oh, you're right. We are not those people. We're not we're not codependent. <laughs> we're extremely interdependent with each other, but we're not codependent. Well, in say fact, what you mean when you say interdependent cuz that in other sounded words, a little Look, human human society is inter, interdependent. We do need each other. But codependency is a reliance on having someone Interdependent means that you share duties, you share responsibilities, that it's like society... You start a group or a class or, you know, some kind of workshop that is called interdependent relationships. Well, remember that. And, well, it, and it's funny... we it right a, here on this podcast, I'm just saying. In, a, in the numerology <laughs> class I was teaching, they were asking about how certain relationships work out and, you know numerologically, Audrey is a five and I'm a five, which is two very uh, inter independent people that need their freedom to come and go as they please. Which is why I can go off into the woods for all those days. And I, and I was actually explaining that in the class to the whole class as to why that actually works and two independent people actually become very unified because they, all, they always circle back to each other. So, yep. But it look, um, a lot of people say that relationships are a lot of work. But when you're working on yourself and you're going through the day-to-day -day and you take care of the little things here and there, the relationship isn't work. The relationship is fun and it's enjoyable. Those Seriously? Let's not make it out like it's a party for 20 years. Sometimes it is work. Sometimes well, it is yes, when that's you each... Not, that's not what I mean. I mean, like people generically say well, relationships are a lot of work. Not all no, the time. Not all the time, no. And the more that you do the work, the more that you get happier and you don't have those problems. Exactly. So Nick and I, over the years, I mean, when we first got together... I don't know, over the years, if you were looking at it as a graft, it would definitely be where it would get lower and lower and lower on the struggles. And and quite honestly, we just went through a period of time, what, like three years ago, that was really bad. 
And not we, as a couple. No, but as a family. Circumstances. Circumstances. And it was really challenging. Moving. And for, I mean, I want to say like three years and then the fires and then the this and then that. The fact that we are going on a, on a 20th anniversary dinner tonight and really enjoying each other's company and looking at our lives in a way that was how we were talking about at dinner, I think, you know, there's something to be said for what we're doing. Sure. And, well, the ups and downs that you have as a couple are just reflective of the ups and downs that you have as a person. Yeah, it's but when expected. you continually do the process of really learning from all of it and continuing the process of leveling up, I think that's the biggest part. Well, that that's understood. It's it's just part of that. The reason I say it like that is because there's a lot of people out there that literally just don't have that information. So now we have just shared that information. Well, do the work. Yeah. <laughs> and play and have fun. <laughs> So, in finishing up this conversation, anything you want to say? I love you. Ah, I love you too. So, I think we uh, better hang it up for now so we can go finish enjoying our 20th anniversary. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. For more information about me, you can go to AudreyNewmont.com or you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. And we would love it if you would like to subscribe to this and share it with your friends. Thank you so much. Have a good one.